Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lemonade. Because let's face it, we could all use a little sweetness right now. Are you ready? Ready. Oh my gosh. Hi everyone. What's that? The SNL sweaty balls. That's how you're starting this? Hey. Hey. I've never seen that. Who's that? Kristen Wiig? No. Gosh, it's it's like um, Molly... Oh, Shannon? Shannon? Molly Shannon. Shannon, yeah. She's great. And, oh gosh, I'm never going to think of her name now, but they... And Alec Baldwin. Oh. And he has a company called... Uh, Shweddies. That's his last name, Shweddies. Oh boy. And they make Christmas balls. Shweddy like, balls. <laughs> of course they do. Get your shit together and watch it. Ding, ding. Welcome right. to Lemonade. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Allie, what's Lemonade? Ah, oh, Lemonade. So we know there's been a really challenging year for a lot of people during the last 12 or so months. And we just want to talk about the people who are doing some cool stuff and uplifting things and learning to do new things and learning to grow and pivot and try to make the world a little bit better than they than it was before are you ready for your pun no it's week eight all right are you so excited something with great nope darn it good try though i had to look down i was like (laughs) i don't even remember what i what i wrote it's possible it could be great are you ready here it is okay Better eight than never. <laughs> get it? Because yeah. it's eight instead of late? Oh, I get Did it. you get it? I get it. <laughs> so good. I just have no response. So good. <laughs> As you guys have seen, Allie has, of course, taken down my puns from our titles. Yeah, I've framed that in. I think... Uh... We're going to just let you know what the episode's about <laughs> so you can so find much it. Creative, but creative mo- we did not want I to have. take that away from Meg. So no. she's still going to continue to tell us what they are. Yes. Better eight than never. <laughs> not really true. Hmm. I don't like late. I'm always late. So that's my philosophy. So. But I mean like 30 minutes late, 40 minutes late. No. Really? All right, Allie. We have to have a conversation about your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes late is better than not at all. I guess so. I think, I don't know. If it was, yeah. I'm trying to think of all the times if I was late. Meh. Maybe you're right. Or like think of it as being late to like doing certain things, like um, learning to ski or skydive or taking that trip to Europe. Like I think they're saying in part of what's inherent in that expression is, it's okay to do things even though you think, like, you're too old or you oh. should have done them earlier. That's not kind of how I take it. But, yeah. That is exactly how you should take it. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that. I think working the, the business I work in. Like, you're thinking, like, <laughs> punctuality is I need, key. I need to be there. No, that's true. <laughs> you but should also, see me the day after we re- do these podcasts because, like, I want to make sure I didn't leave anything. So I'm, like, rushing to get here 30 minutes before bosses get here. So you can 
you know, dispose of the evidence. This is not a better late than never situation. This is a better get your ass there. Yeah, that's a little different. Clean up situation. Yeah. We're talking about like uh, the other like doing big things, doing things. I like that. That you think you may have missed your window for. Like yeah. it's not too late to do those things. Thank you, Allie. Another language, whatever. See, that's the positive. Yeah. You see, I have a negative mind. I was talking about this earlier. Like I'm just kind of dark and twisted. And Allie comes in and twists it back into shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Twist it back. Untwist it. So you're welcome. Better eight than ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, da- I went to the dentist this week. Did you really? Oh, I my God. Go you do, you, we both had fathers as dentists. Yeah. And so dentists, we're not. I'm not afraid of them. And a lot of people hate going to the dentist. Oh, I have a weird thing. So I actually have not ever gone to... Other than my father's people, he's referred me to if he can't do something. Um I've never gone to like my own. I never had dental insurance until you know. Oh until yeah, recently. no. Why would we? Why would we need retired. dental insurance? Yeah. <laughs> I grew so, up the same way. Lucky us, but like so now he's mostly retired. I'm like, I gotta find somebody to do a teeth cleaning. So I am. I, I actually had an appointment with one dentist, and I drove there, and they were located in a strip mall. So I abruptly turned nope, around. No, yeah, we're spoiled. Like yeah. to be real, we like, are I can't spoiled. Go get my teeth cleaned. In we a get it, mall. people. We're spoiled, but like you don't understand growing up with a dentist father. It's yeah, you you run into that, or they talk to you like when you know that they don't know what they're talking about. That's awkward. You haven't had to deal with it yet because you haven't gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you'll see like when you go in there and they're like trying to, you're like eh, that's not that's eh, that's not right. That's yeah, that's not right. My dad abruptly retired. He didn't just like, oh, we're slowly easing into it. I was like I mid-20s, and he was like, oh, yeah, I retired yesterday. Like, out of the oh, blue. Yeah. Mine took a long time because he had to sell his practice, and that took a whole other – that was a nightmare. And then He did it on so purpose. Long. I wish he would have done what your dad did because mm-hmm. I had a tongue ring at the time. And, of course, everyone knows I occasionally smoke. And I don't want to say this, but I do. I, I want have, to say that's not a, not a good idea. I have chewed in the past. Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> yes. I was the worst dentist child. Like, I was his worst nightmare. You like, thought you were invincible. You're like, I'm just going to put a, a pierced object in my tongue. Yeah. And I'm going to put a carcinogen right in that hole. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen to me because my dad's going to fix fine. it. Yeah. And he did for a long time. I kept chipping my teeth and he would just fix it right up. In fact, when I was a kid, like I don't think they cared as much about tattoos, but the one thing they said was you cannot get your tongue pierced, whatever you do. And so when I turned 18, oh boy. I did exactly that. I remember sitting down across from my mom in a village inn when I was going to college. She was about to drop me off or she was visiting me in college. And she saw like my clear barbell through my tongue and she, she started crying in the middle of village inn. Crying. Oh do you know what a village inn is? No. Denny's IHOP, oh. same idea. Gotcha, gotcha. Crying about it. <laughs> I took it out the minute my dad said he retired. I was like, hold on. <laughs> Done. It hasn't been in since. Crying over pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your poor parents. My poor parents. My mom was crying. I didn't take it out then. But the minute my dad said, I retired, like last week, I was like, what? Tongue ring out. Healthy teeth. Now I get them cleaned all the time. Carpe diem. But it's different. So the dentists, um, they have you watch TV above you now. Do they really? Yeah. Or a lot of these places do. Not at my dad's office. There's no. a skylight there. So yeah. you to look at the fluffy clouds going above your exactly. head. It's amazing. And you do some of the music and they, they let you choose like your, your like uh, polished taste. If you go to the dentist. This is a whole new world. Well, this... 
I don't know if I like that. <laughs> they, they put <laughs> National Geographic on, like, <laughs> above me. So while I'm trying to relax and get my teeth clean. It's like a, there's, like, a something, an animal, like a, a lion killing a The worst. Oh, God. All right. So there's no killing, for se, per se, but there was glaciers melting. So now I know that the world is ending. So now you're on nerve about that. I'm unnerved about I'm like, oh, my God. There goes glaciers. Global warming is real. And then the one anxiety leads to other anxieties, yeah. at least in my I start mind, thinking about everything yeah, while oh, they're cleaning sure. my teeth and I can't leave. And then, yeah, the, like there's little little chicks and one of them couldn't get away because the sand from the thing got stuck on her feet. And I'm just like trying not to cry. Like, what are you doing, dentists? Oh, boy. You couldn't. Well, I don't know what else they're going to put on. But, yeah, I, I, they should make me give it an option. He didn't even give me an option. He just clicked it. Click Netflix, click this National Geographic thing, and bam. I'm done. a purist. I either want to look at a fish tank or, like, some clouds. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing else is really going to relax yeah. you. Maybe some meditation music or something. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this before, but in the waiting room, all the waiting room or chairs. Or friends. Friends. Friends would help. That's what you want to watch? Yeah. It always makes me but laugh. But you have to laugh. I don't think they want you laughing. Oh, that's right. I think they want you crying. <laughs> that's not going to help. I actually. think they feel most comfortable when you're crying. In that case, something really boring Maybe Jeopardy, where you're not going to No, because people start answering. Really? They'd have to do that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I told my dad, I was like, Dad, did you feel like you finally were able to retire and take off a face mask just for the world to make you put one back on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it stripped him of his retirement freedom. Tell your dad to wait out a little bit longer, Allie. <laughs> oh man! If everyone's wearing masks, he might as well get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still. I think he's still working like one day a week, maybe. But uh, he sold his practice and he's doing it kind of as a transition for his patients. That's what my dad said too. Mm-hmm. Hey, my That's dad's like happy not working, and it makes me a little uncomfortable. I think my dad's bored. I mean, yeah, he golf's a lot. He golf's every day. Golf's golf is taking the place. I told my dad to start Ubering people around. <laughs> My dad started driving, like, they had a big Masters tournament with professional golfers. Yeah. My dad volunteered to drive them from the airport in, like, a Lexus. Like, they gave him a Lexus. Like, my dad's volunteering for this random That's stuff. So I never Does he really like golf? I, yeah, like, I, I think so. Is by the golfers? I, get, I, I can get that. I, I understand that. Then. What, what, is, what do you do in retirement? What a life. I mean, he, he worked hard. Good. He hated... I only hated his job, but his back hurt from bending over for so long. Is and he tall? Uh, he's taller. He's about your height. <laughs> Why was he bending over then? You're sitting down in a chair. <laughs> yeah, but you have to think about bending over people and looking lift in their up. mouths. That chair jacks up. And they lift him. His back hurt. He was miserable. So my dad, I could not imagine. And this makes me cry. But, I mean, 10 years ago, you would have said to me, hey, don't worry. Your dad's going to be skiing. In 10 years, I would have been like, that's a that's a freaking joke. My dad will never get on skis. He's Aww. in too much pain. It's never too late. <laughs> it's never too. It's eight. Better eight than never. Yeah, that's it. That's what I meant. But now my dad is skiing, is like li- hiking. Like he, I call him and he's got these AirPods and he's, <gasps> how's it going, Megan? Like it just, I I'm, love that. I'm the never thought that my dad could do that stuff. And now he is. So Living you never life. know. Living I know. his life. He earned it. That was a lot of years of school I would not do. Would you do that many years of school? It was 12 years? No, of- and I'm pretty sure um, 
according to my dad, they have to dissect dead bodies. Oh, cadavers. Yeah. Like, even though they're just working on the mouth, they had to do the whole body. Yeah. Ugh. Well, you know that they do they do grafts with yeah. dead cadavers now. Oh, so, like, God. when people get their gums done or when they have recessions. I've had that done. There's probably a dead person's ah. skin in your mouth. Jesus. Yeah. Re- yeah, they put the cells in there. And- just hearing this now. You're welcome. Hey, I'm just happy I got to keep my teeth. So cadaver teeth. I'm like, I had some recession from braces. What up, cadaver mouth? Oh, I did too. Well, I do. I, maybe it was my tongue. No, ring. actually, though, my <laughs> my graft was not cadaver graft. It was actually a synthetic. I did actually. I did hear about this cadaver graft. No, it's a synthetic. My ex got a cadaver graft. That's cooler than mine. Then. Well, I just I felt like I was kissing a dead person for a while. You know. She's like, I don't know. You have to say no. They can't hear you shake oh, your head, yeah, Allie. I'm shaking my head. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know that. Can you imagine if, like, let's say Luis? Or I can't say his name, right? Um, yeah, your boy, right. Luis. <laughs> no, that's right. I didn't want to... <laughs> <This is> confidential. <laughs> um, Luis got a skin graft, and they put a dead person's gum on his the roof of his mouth. Would you be able to kiss him and not think about it? I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't like to dwell on it, but also... Can you help it? Um, this is a really creepy discussion. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I that, went through I lived through it. But, well, it's, it's the same thing with um, anybody who receives an organ tr- transplant or donation or anything. It's the same thing. So there's people who've gotten you know, the world's first face transplants, and that's all the same thing. So there are people who have you know, kind of heroically given their lives and body parts to... Um, to the greater good. Decides. Yes. So I don't think it's that creepy. And the person obviously had just, you know, just their soul had just left their body. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to think about it too much, but I think it's um, ruined for life. No, I think it's just they're do- that person did a really beautiful, great thing by agreeing to donate those parts of their human bodies. I have a recommendation, mm-hmm. a positive one. We'll switch. Okay. <laughs> Ali's getting uncomfortable with my conversation. I... Was thinking about stuff that helps you um, reinvigorate yourself a little bit. Or if anyone's feeling like it's February, I'm getting that feeling of just like it's February. Things still aren't kind of open all the way. And I know half the country is cold and freezing. And I'm finding a lot of like I just want to go home and binge eat or I just want to go home and binge drink. And I'm trying really hard not to. Or binge Netflix watch. Yeah. there's. I'm on Cougar Town right now, by the way. Wow. You're really down the list. uh, It's my dirty little secret. But I really I'm not going to lie. I enjoy it now that I'm of a certain age. I'm like, I can understand this now. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. But um, we do things that we're not proud of, like binge watch Cougar Town. I think binge watching Netflix might be a little more healthy. You should not still move really. around. It's basically like a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically lobotomizing myself rather than doing something productive. I've been binge watching Married at First Sight. Oh God, that's even worse. Yeah, I mean, that's even that's. It's making me think about doing the show. No, you think don't the do experts it. could hook me up with my no. perfect match? Doubt, doubtful. Yeah. They don't hook anyone up with their perfect match. It's a train wreck normally. Um, they have. There's people that are still they married. Have, they have a couple of success stories. There's one where the the first season, the girl walked up and saw the guy, and was like crying because he was so ugly. Like, and she was like miserable and like she's like, I can't believe I decided to do this. The wedding, she seemed miserable. She was a dick to him like for the entire season. Ding ding ding. Is dick a bad word? I should, yeah, ding, like it's a ding. Ding ding ding. Um, but they ended up staying married. 
and they just had their first baby together, and she ended up completely falling in love with him. Get out. It's the cutest. And he's like, when you see him initially, too, like at first, like, no offense that this guy listens to this. He, we, at the altar, he wasn't attractive. I wonder how that would make him feel in retrospect watching that and watching. He did have to watch it. They have the reunion. Really tough. Yeah, really tough. The woman that you love, and now the mother of this child, like having that reaction, like that visceral, like oh my, like that. Oh, but he's so sweet. He has like he has a pretty good awareness of what he looks like. I feel like, and even now watching all that and what he's kind of become as a man, he's way more attractive now. Like when I initially Who, uh, saw him, were, I gotta get these names. Do season one, um, and we can cut anything. So season one, married at first sight. Initially seeing him on the altar, I looked like he kind of had acne, like he had just had these prominent features, and he's just like, oh, God. But he's one of those guys that the more you got to know him and the more you listened to him and the more he grew as a person, like, oh, he got really attractive. And now they're married with kids. Um, you'd love, to, you'd love that story. I gotta look it up. Uh, I, I wonder how many though, out of the people that were married at first sight, how many did I could tell out? you cause I've watched every single season <laughs> and I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I've watched one season and that was enough for me, but I, you do kind of get hooked into it. And then, cause you don't know if some of them are on it for TV or if they're on it cause they really want to do it. And a lot of them have been able to like, there are people, I don't want to spin sp- these careers. Oh yeah. That's show. what I was just going to say. I don't want to ruin people, normal people's lives. But mine's been ruined, so now yours is going to be ruined. Is that the fact that these reality show stars, the majority of them do this for a living, try to get on those kind of shows. No way. So they, they will – they'll – act a certain way they will partner up with a guy to get on like couple shows that they don't even know like they go like, audition to audition to audition because all you need to i mean i know i'm not gonna name <clears throat> names but i know i know of people friends of friends who um that's what they've done is they've been on a successful show mm-hmm. multiple seasons and that's now what they what that's they it. do that's their persona they make money from Personal appearances and, yeah. and appearances online, and that's literally what they do. Do you know Ben Higgins from The Bachelor? I don't. Okay. He's from Denver, but I feel like I've seen him, and he was only nice because he was being paid to be there to me. But maybe he's a really nice guy. Ben, if you're since single, I'm single in L.A., so I don't know if you're back in Denver. but So the experts knew oh. what they were talking about. Yeah, I can yeah. see from his profile. Yeah. Oh, I'm a horrible person. There he is. Yeah. Looks a little nerdy. Looks a little, like, prominent nose, prominent chin. Lots of moles. Lots of moles. Um, but he's not. But so she's terrified. And in the end, they're still together, and they, they're having their first kid, and they're very happy. Wow. So it goes to show you. Well, personality and chemistry and love and all that stuff has obviously a lot to do with everything it's, yeah it is everything it makes you think about the dating apps like yeah. just swiping if you're missing the person you could really be with because you're just swiping on looks yeah and i think there's a lot of i mean that that definitely happens 100 percent. i've dated ugly guys because i like their personalities and i didn't think they were ugly when i got to know them you know yeah. i don't know if initially i thought they were ugly either so many questions. These are good I've, topics. I've, I've been open-minded sometimes, I think, dating people that I wouldn't have normally been attracted to. Mm-hmm. But still hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of them are kind of nerdy, actually. Okay. Yeah. Nerdy. Yeah. I like that. Mostly they were the uh, the the doctors and lawyer types, but 
Um, I look for Jewish. If it says Jewish on their bumble, <laughs> it's just because they're all in the. I'll cut this. It's, they're in the really nice houses in L.A. All the Jewish they guys. They are financially stable. They are financially they are good. Yeah. So if it says Jewish, I swipe right, no matter what. <laughs> they're doing good for themselves. I hope we go ride horses soon. You and I. We should go do that. We should do that. It kind of scares me, but yeah, that would be fun. What scares you about riding a horse? The being thrown off and being paralyzed thing. Just that. Yeah, just that. <laughs> Just like I won't surf because I don't want to get attacked by a shark. Oh, my God, Allie. Tell me, no, that's not. They control them. They don't just put you on a wild Mustang and yeehaw and, like, slap the ass. My like, sister almost got thrown off. Oh, my God, Allie. <laughs> tragic. <laughs> You're tragic. I think we could go to the equestrian center, which is actually over here in Glendale. But the horses that are actually treated nicely, they don't do that. But I think she just got a bad horse. See? He was moody. See? He was in Half Moon Bay, which is beautiful, but it was he was a moody horse. Well, right over here is the equestrian center. All right. We can go get – and then they can walk around with us. Do, do we I, get helmets? Yeah. Yeah. I think they require them. Don't they? Yeah, they should. Okay. And right. masks. You're welcome. Well, that's going to keep you safe <laughs> when you're thrown off a horse is your cotton mask. <laughs> Happy what? to wear a mask. That's not gonna not gonna do much though. <laughs> wear a mask. I did see a bunch of horse riders. Like, oh, I think it was on. We talked about this earlier, but married at first sight. Let's I talk mean, about like, it again. What the knights used to wear going in for battle, like a full <laughs> body armor. That would be a funny video suit. We should find you one. <laughs> we should find you one. That would make me feel better. And have you walk out, or like, like that. the sparring pads for Taekwondo, just like full body, yeah. like padding. I can find this for you. This will happen. Or a sumo suit. I want to see. Inflated. I want to see you in a sumo suit, anyways. Oh my gosh, I'm writing it down. Oh, I've done. Have you have you ever done that before? Like you know, I think I did it in like junior high or something or high school. And they had a you know they get the whole ring or whatever, and you put on the suit and you inflate it and you like sumo. I don't think they do that anymore. You miss the motion, you guys at home that can't. <laughs> for those of you who couldn't see the motion at home, it was a. No, I, I move my arms out. And my, <laughs> yeah. Like a flying like a bird. Bump. Yeah. Like a, like th- like a flying bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's going to get cut. <laughs> not the flying bird part. I laugh because all the times I say that and it should be cut, it still not, ends up in there. Because it's funny. Oh, my gosh. We could talk about the day all day. Oh, Jesus. But day all day. That's going to be an episode name. But day all day. Every day. Um, day. I am going to get you a sumo suit, though. That would be really yes. funny. That's what I always want. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you you know, all the, an exercise like that's what we're gonna do right back here. We're gonna put you in a sumo suit and I'm gonna give you like 20 minute physical activity. Can I get like the Velcro on the wall so I can just stick yes. there? <laughs> yes. Is there a place that does that? I, th- I, I think so. Yeah. I think um, the Jackass guys did that. Yeah. Or like at the Fun Factory, the you know the I'm dating myself, but like all the all the like extreme <sighs> athlete guys. They used to do all that stuff, and they used to, like, throw themselves against the wall. The Velcro like walls. This. Yeah. I, we need to do that. I need that in my life. I'm sure we could get into something. <laughs> do you have any good news this week? I do. Okay. So, as we all know, people in places that don't normally get cold weather got a lot of snow lately. So, if you're living in Texas, you're probably not used to being in the snow. You probably don't have snow change. You probably don't have a four-wheel drive. Well, in Texas, you might have a four-wheel drive vehicle. Yeah. But you might be not equipped to handle the snow. So, a Texas man, literally just this past couple weeks, has now pulled out over 150 stranded drivers from the snow. And it's really incredible. His name is Ryan Sylvie, I believe. And um, essentially, he's 
he's out of work. He's on disability. He was in a car accident about a year ago, and he survived, thankfully, um, but he's still a little bit injured. He um, is, is not working, basically. So what he's doing full-time right now, because he has the, the trucks and the things at his disposal, he's basically pulling stranded motorists who include nurses and patients and people that need to get places. He's um, getting them out of trouble and giving them rides to wherever they need to go. Oh, my gosh. Um, and this was pretty cool. So this gentleman, essentially, he was saying that he was – I was watching a little news clip, and he was saying that he, he's been working, like, lately, 4 a.m. to midnight Ooh. all day long oh. helping people. In the cold, too. That's not just, like – He doesn't have the heart to turn them down when he knows he can help. And he said he can't walk. He can only walk two hours a day, but he can drive. So that's what he's doing for people, which is amazing. Um, not only that, this is crazy. He actually gave – when a local news station – and and Texas wanted to have him on the air um, to highlight some of his good deeds. He not only did that and told the story, but he said, I want people to get a hold of me that might not know how to reach me if I don't see them, if you're in the area. So he gave out his phone number to people on air so that the stranded motorist could get someone to well, help he definitely them. wants to work until midnight then. So it's Can he help amazing. us if we're stranded in California? Probably not. What? <laughs> Anyway, so Ryan, free vacation. We salute you, and (laughs) you are what the good news is all about. Yay! We need like a a good news like slogan at the end, or like a sound effect. Yeah, we do. Like a clapping. We need some clapping. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's awesome. But my brothers are both in Texas, and one of them's in a hotel. Like it's that bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, um, just kind of goes to show you that you know. Deep down, there are you know there are some really great people, and I think deep down there's good in all of us, and and um, it's just nice to see humans looking out for other humans like that with such little self interest, um, and that part just kind of warms my heart. So, and if, if you have received a ride or a tow from uh, Mr. Ryan Sylvie, hopefully you can Venmo him some cash. Yeah, gosh, we'll try to post something if we can find his Venmo. <laughs> We have his phone number, actually. So oh, I'm good. Sure we can his, <laughs> probably can find his Venmo. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it if you guys want to donate. I got it from the local news, so we got that. Oh, so here's another kind of fun story. So Dolly Parton, we all love Miss Dolly. Uh, she, so we all know, first of all, she, for those of you who might not know, she actually helped to fund the Moderna vaccine. She thought it wasn't happening fast enough, the research. So Dolly to the rescue. Uh, she donated millions of dollars to, I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to misspeak if I try to guess how many millions, but a lot, like not just one, to help fund <laughs> the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine uh, campaign. And um, because of that, but also because of her, her um, a lot of other work that she had done uh, in Tennessee, essentially the Capitol wanted to erect a statue of her. And um, over the years, of course, she's they opened, don't already have one. She's opened multiple entertainment facilities, including Dollywood. Exactly, uh, millions of visitors every year. But basically, Dolly says uh, she's honored by the gesture and. She's thankful to the Tennessee legislator, and she wrote, I'm honored and humbled by their intention, but I've asked the the leaders of the state legislator to remove the bill from any and all consideration. Given all that's going on in the world, I don't think that putting me on a pedestal is appropriate at this time. I hope, though, that somewhere down the road several years from now or perhaps after I'm gone, if you still feel it 
and I still deserve it, that I'm certain I will stand proud in our great capital as our grateful Tennessean. Oh, my Isn't gosh. That nice? I wish you could say it in her accent, though. <laughs> I can't you, do it. I know. How, how does she talk? Like this? A little bit like Aww, this? Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. If you still feel the same way in eight years, then yes. Working nine to five. Working nine to five. Working nine to five. Or five to nine is the new uh, Wix Squarespace. Squarespace. Squarespace ad says. Wait, that was kind of a cool. (laughs) That is. I love that story. And Miss Dolly always is kind of the consummate, you know, graceful. But they should just put up a statue. She doesn't want one. Yeah, with with or without her permission. I love that she said, do it after I'm gone if you still think that that's cool. And she can't enjoy it. She's worked hard in that little body of hers. She'll still enjoy she it. She deserves a statue. She'll still enjoy it. But uh, anyway, that's kind of a cool story because not many people, I think, would shy away from that type of attention and visible gratitude. Um, and I think that that was truly – it's its a testament to her character. Agreed. Yeah. Dolly Parton can't be touched. She can't say much that can cancel her. She can't do much that's going to get people to hate her because she just – that's who she is. There's some funny people. I was actually listening, listening. I was reading. Twitter is what you do with Twitter. You listen to Twitter. Um, I was listening to Twitter. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why. That, what was I? Some deep, deep uh, country. Wouldn't that be weird if there's Southern. an app that would just read through your Twitter? That actually could be interesting. listen to your Twitter. <laughs> there was one lady I was looking through them, scrolling through, and they were talking about their responses to this and this lady, Emma Kennedy, I'm not sure who she is, although she's verified in some capacity. And she says, actually starting to think at Dolly Parton might be planet Earth's first perfect person. Hmm. How tall is she? Dolly Parton? Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, she means perfect like inside. No, you stop it. It has to be all around. <laughs> No, we're talking about internal qualities. Allie said no. Allie has no capability of yes anding. Yes and. Perfect person. Perfect person. I need to know her her numbers, her stats. Dolly Parton is one of the most amazing human beings God ever placed on this earth is another. Yeah, but how tall is she? At Lance USA 70. Yeah, how tall is she? I think she's pretty petite. Except for her breasts, they're not petite. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. I was trying to but pull that out of here. Pretty petite. Perfect. Yeah, I would say perfect. <laughs> is that your good news for the week? Um, yeah, those are my two little I bits. I love those stories. Yay! All right. Well, speaking of cold, I feel for everybody that's in the cold. This is the first time for me, selfishly, like I've been like justified in moving here. Because all my friends back home are texting me, like, yeah. how miserable they are. And, of course, for us here in L.A., it's, um, I don't know, what is it now? It's, like, it was, it was 70, 70 today. today. Yeah. But it dips a little bit cooler. Like, in the evening, it gets to 50, and people freak out, uh, even though that's pretty darn nice for r- the rest of the world. Um, I think the polar vortex is back. Is that what's going on? Maybe. It's back. So Well, according to my dentist, it's um the... <laughs> The world is falling apart and melting. According to this National Geographic. Just a green graphic above my head while people are flashing my teeth. Uh, No, I think the polar vortex is back, which basically means extremely inclement weather in those parts that, you know, receive it and some of the areas that don't normally like Texas, of course. Um, But we're pretty lucky here. But even so, I'm laughing. I literally just called my... My building's handyman and had him fix my heaters because you're it's chilly. chilly in the morning. Oh my god! People in Texas are just like, "Shut up, Allie!" 
That's what they're I saying. I like it when it gets below. We 16. have some listeners in Texas too. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "What?" They're probably listening right now, all cuddled. When That's area. why we live here. We have not. We literally have nothing else here, you guys, in California right now, which is normally such an amazing state. We have nothing during COVID except no, the weather. This, this has been our one. So give us our give weather. Give us a second. <laughs> and give us our <laughs> indulgences like heaters in the but morning. But even yeah, even eating outside, I, people don't realize that in some states still, like California, you can't. You can't eat indoors. Yeah, so. and I haven't been able to get – I know this sounds horrible. I haven't been able to get a massage because you can't do that unless you have a chiropractor's note, unless it's a medical thing. So I can mm-hmm. do that, but it's a whole hassle. Um, have not been able to get a facial. Same thing. I've never gotten a facial Here's, in my entire life, Seriously, Allie. we yes. can talk about this later. That's a different time. <laughs> um, For you normal people out there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm big into the facial, but I'm also like a natural person. I don't do Botox or anything like that. Med spas are open. You can get plastic surgery, Botox, oh my all that God. stuff. But you can't get a facial where they're just going to clean your pores. That doesn't – that you can't do that. That's not safe for COVID. But they can they can inject you with chemicals and they can operate on you voluntarily for totally uh, elective reasons. See, that's back. That's so, um, up. And I'm not anything against people in the, the medical industry in that capacity. But, like, the fact that the – you know the fact They that can you, do that. The fact that you can't get a haircut or have a facial – and and you you can't clean your skin or get your hair cut and yet you can you know go change your face get your lips lips plumped or <laughs> get you know, your lips I want to go get boobs that. or liposuction is stupid that is not it's not right, not right. Um, but for those I I think I was trying to make everyone aware back and it's different all over the United States and no one unless you're traveling around you really don't see it because when I moved here I didn't even own a mask I did not own a mask and I moved here in June because you didn't have to wear a mask anywhere in Colorado when yeah. I left. Yeah, people did, but you didn't have to, and no one got on your case. So you go from that to driving through Arizona, Utah, um, Nevada, and then getting to L.A. where you can't even walk in a store without getting yelled at. Yeah. It's different everywhere. Well, so I think now it's supposedly nationwide. It's supposed to be a thing. What? What? Wearing a mask? mask? Yeah. No. Go to Iowa. Um, well, get it's, there. It's now. It is a national. Go to North Dakota. Well, since our new administration changed it, I think it technically is, but people don't enforce it. Not in, the eight people in North Dakota. <laughs> I hope yes. all eight of them listen to me. <laughs> no, it's, it is so different. So Oklahoma City, everything's open. You can go in and have dinners. Uh, in L.A., you can't. You can't go in anywhere. So it's all outdoors. So as as much yeah. fun as eating outdoors is, when you're a single person in a big city, one of your go-tos is going to a bar where you sit near people and you talk to people. And yeah. Or if you're somebody here who's, as a single person, has just moved here trying to meet people, too. Yeah. Um, that obviously, like, obviously for you right now, it's not great timing. Not. But that will that will change. But, yeah, that sucks. And, um we all miss the social aspects of all those all those things, and obviously, my heart goes out to the business owners who've been basically shut down for the most part for the better portion of a year. Just recently, we opened up in LA. For those of you who don't know, we were shut down entirely with no indoor or outdoor dining for a while, all through the holidays. For I guess since maybe uh, November, I think is when we shut yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So November, December, January, and we basically just opened up again uh, early February. And diminished capacity, only outside. So you're paying at some of these restaurants. Like you can go to a Michelin-starred restaurant and pay a fortune for your meal. And you're sitting outside next to a parking meter. Yeah. You literally, that's my Looking date. at a three-day blinds. Look at and my Instagram. And maybe, if you're lucky, <laughs> you have a homeless person that's peeing across the street that you get to watch. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. 
But if you're not lucky, they'll stab you in the back. Yeah, but we're positive here. I'm positive. I'm sorry. That's my rant. No, I like it. I like that you can give me dirty looks this whole time, and all of a sudden she went crazy. I just had to get it out there. I needed it. I needed it. Sometimes you just got to vent. So one of the questions I asked for Facebook people this week is, what are you doing in such cold weather, America? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Eliza H. said, glasswork, cutting it with my nipples to be exact. Wow. You, are you not used to that joke, the cold joke? I mean, I've heard it before. Oh, yeah. That's like always like, oh, my nipples could cut glass. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm familiar okay. with it. I'm Making just... sure you knew you looked at me like I was dirty. That's not a dirty joke. That's a real joke. No, I've experienced this coldness you speak of. I just. A lot of people sent me pictures of them skiing, which makes me happy. Good. I'm glad ski slopes are open and people yes. are skiing. You know, it's really funny. My brother and his family live in Seattle, and he's got like a five year old and an eight year old, roughly. Mm-hmm. And um, they were they were they were they go they do regular skiing too, like downhill. But they were doing cross country skiing right outside of there, like on the sidewalk. Oh yeah, the house. there's that much snow. They're like, we don't even need to go anywhere to ski. Texas people are doing that. Literally <laughs> walk outside our door and just go cross skiing. So you're they're cross country skiing outside their house? Yeah. Come for it, Theo. His brother is about to like bum rush his kid who's uh Move. eight years old. Move. Eight years old. And I think he gets scared right about here and he it just whoop. falls over. <laughs> I wish is I wish he would have said sucker right at the end. <laughs> right when he passed the little kid. Sucker. <laughs> Uh, that well, it's funny because that's what I'm used to growing up. Like that's, that's what so funny. we had a blizzard of like '96 where we were out of school for an entire week, and the 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 snowdrifts were as high as our houses, like as tall as our houses. Wow! And it was crazy because you would see our neighbors like getting on their snowmobiles, and that was the only way they could get around. Jeez. Those are, I don't miss cold at all. Um, Shailene P said she's holding her boobs to keep her hands warm. I've been there when it's that cold. I have. By the way, if you if you ever really cold and thinking about putting hand warmers in your bra, don't do it. Yeah. It, it will burn you. <laughs> Never had to be there. Good thought though. Thank you. I've Life advice. It. Yeah. Life advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, hibernating beneath an avalanche of blankets. That's cute. Do that. Um. <laughs> Someone said, I'm doing the same thing, but with a sweater on. That's accurate. Cody, you're brave. Um, I made soup. Also, it's 61 degrees. Okay, that person, we're not talking to you. Kevin. Kevin. Um, Louis said he's crying in the snow. I don't Aww. think he's in the cold. I think he's in California, Are his too. his tears frozen? <laughs> Paying plumbers to fix frozen pipes and using the low terms as an excuse to get out of everything possible that's that's what you should do all right so we've complained about covid i like that there's a new problem it's the cold use it to get out of shit you don't want to do ding 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 use it do it guys take advantage of it get out of stuff you don't want to do with the cold and do something fun i think you should i think we've been through enough that you should totally use cold as an excuse to do something fun you should get out of work say your car doesn't work lie about it do it who cares life's short I'm frozen. I can't go. I can't. I can't leave my house. Those snows, cold. and then go sledding with your kids. Do it. No one's judging you for that. That's my positive rant. Take a snow day. Take a snow day. Literally. <laughs> you can follow us. Ali, that's your your thing. Yeah, you can follow us at Lemonade the Pod on Instagram. We also have a Gmail account at the same name. It's 
lemonadethepod at gmail.com if you want to correspond with us or have any questions. And also, again, we'd encourage you, if you do want to get involved in any philanthropic endeavors, um, we will have a list available for you. But right now we are um, partnering with 12 Months of Giving, who are doing some amazing thing to help um, the homeless population, as we just talked about today, and uh, make their lives a little easier. All right. Anything else, Allie? No, that's it. Well, that's been Lemonade. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.